This is the Job Stories Podcast, how people find work that matters. Uh, we'll go ahead and get started. If you don't mind, just introduce yourself and what is your job now? What are you What are you up to work-wise? Yeah. I, my name's Jake Miller. Um, I launched the Engineered Innovation Group back in November of last year. I've been in technology for about 18 years now, primarily product companies and software as a service. Um, and I absolutely love it. I've loved building things from the ground up. I started as a software engineer, um, went through a company in Indianapolis called Exact Target. We were purchased by Salesforce. Um, I ran the marketing automation engineering teams there. Then I co-founded a, another software company based here out of Indianapolis. And then this company, Engineered Innovation Group, like I said, and um, our real mission, it's pretty simple to help other companies create new and what we call meaningfully useful products. Um, a lot of that really is uh, we help take uh, their concepts and bring them to life through MVP development with startups. Um, other times it looks like we're helping companies figure out how would you actually commercialize an idea? So uh, that, yeah, that, that's that's what we do. What I'm up to. Yeah, amazing. And you, and how long ago did you start Engineered Innovation Group? It's been it's been fairly new, correct? Am I correct? Yeah, on it's that? pretty new. So we didn't start operating until December of last year. Cool. Uh, and then we had our first full time employee hired, other than myself, in uh, late April. So we're now twelve employees strong. Um, could yeah, I mean things are going going really well. We've got some amazing projects uh, happening right now and busier than ever. I, just before this, we were talking about how time seems to just like all mash together. <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. And congrats on all that. I, I was I was asking because um, for this podcast, we found it's kind of twofold. Obviously, we do recruiting. So we do have some of a, a bit of a candidate audience that we find on LinkedIn and stuff through this podcast, but also this entrepreneur aspect. So we have a lot of founders and CEOs such as yourself. How did that bug to touch on a little bit more? You talked about your story briefly up to this point, but how did that entrepreneur bug actually, did you have, it could be anything. Do you have mentors? I mean, how, how did it happen? Like, how did you get to, cause it's risky. How'd you get there? It is very risky. Um, you know, I've always, I mean, even going back to when I was a little kid knew I would, I wanted to own businesses or be an entrepreneur. I didn't know what an entrepreneur, entrepreneur was at the time, yeah, yeah. but that's just sort of been like calculated risk taker sort of thing. Um, and I think, when you are in the entrepreneur space, you have to have a little bit of that crazy, maybe if you want to call it that way, where it's like, okay, I'm going to take that leap of faith and, and see what happens. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, for this company in particular, you know, I had done startups earlier on in my career. They didn't do so great. I worked in healthcare, so a, a bigger enterprise type of company. I worked for Salesforce, so massive, huge software as a service company. Um, then co-founded this this recent company called MetaCX, um, and that was just because I got to work greenfield. So it was new new tech, and my role there is co-founder, but also CTO. So I'm responsible for all of the engineering aspects of that product and platform, uh, which has really been my career. I've been mostly a, a software engineer or managing engineering teams, um, and we really got to the point with that company where the platform was solid. Um, and we were sort of going into this type of, not, not maintenance mode, it's not really the right way to say it, but all the hardcore engineering innovation, um, we weren't doing as much of that. And so I wanted to go do something from the ground up. And I, I thought, you know, maybe I'll just go do some fractional CTO work. And I said, you know what, think bigger. If you go do anything you wanted to do, what would it be? And it was, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go help other people do that from the ground up. 
So let's see what that looks like. That is, I love that. I love that, just that it, thinking through. Um, we've had somebody mention it briefly, and I'd forgotten about it, but like, let's actually like write down and think about what is, what's a dream, right? Like what's yeah. a dream? So I, I love that. Um, I'm curious too, managing teams, you've, you've managed a lot of teams. It sounds like, especially as a CTO and things like that. I don't want to lead the witness here too much, but we do have a lot of folks like yourself, like CTOs and things like that, that do, they do tend to lean in when they're hiring on more things that are outside of their technical abilities, like yeah. cultural soft skills, empathy, mm -hmm. anything like that. Do you mind to talk a little bit about those types of things that matter to you as it relates to engineered innovation group culturally or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. This is something else other than thinking about like, what would I want to do functionally? It was also what does the, uh, and as cliche as it might sound, like what does the culture look like? I, I knew I wanted to be very deliberate and it wasn't just, um, you know, it's not, it's not, it wasn't just you know, what I want the company to look like. I actually did a whole lot of self-reflection. I think a lot of people did that during, you know, through the pandemic and even, even after the pandemic, like what, what, what do I really want out of life as, um, you know, melodramatic as that might be. Uh, and there are some, some things that I wrote down um, that really matter. And I think there are uh, probably a couple I would mention. And, and these are things I look for in every single hire in our company, whether they're an engineer or, you know, an admin or sales team. Uh, the first is what we call um, creative, uh, creative, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, measured creativity. Gosh, I'll get it out here eventually. Measured creativity, and the idea is, you know, we want to be divergent thinkers, especially in the space where you're creating new things. You want to be able to say, I know you said you want that button there, but what if? And not be afraid to say what if and go outside the box and ask those crazy questions that some people might think stupid. You can't be afraid to do that. So you have to have a culture that has a psychological safety. Um, but at the same time, you have measured about that creativity because you have to deliver at the end of the day. Um, and so that's that's something I find very important. The second uh, that I'll mention, I, I go back to this literally every day and it's abundance, which is kind of an interesting core value that's like, okay, is, is abundance actually a value? Yeah, I think it is. And what I mean by that is there's lots of competition out there. There are a lot of people with great ideas. There are a lot of people out there that are better at everything than I am or you are. And that's okay because at the end of the day, there's so much opportunity out there and we have we have the opportunity to create, create our own opportunity. And I believe that so much. And as an entrepreneur, you know, you go through these peaks and valleys and every time I hit that valley, I take a breath and I remember abundance. Uh, it's sort of a mantra. And it's like, okay, we're, we're good. <laughs> it's That's be great. Yeah. That's so great. And, and again, I think it touches on kind of, like I said, I was leaning a little bit, but like th those definitely affect technical skills, right? But it it's not, you're not actually talking about, Hey, I need you to show me your Python skills right now. Right. Like it's, it's almost like I obviously on some, in some instances, you're going to want that as a little bit of a prerequisite, but like when you're coming out of hiring people, like, do they fit your culture? And that's, yeah. and that's, um, I love hearing that. Where did that come from for you? Was it mentorship or was it past jobs where I, I'm not calling anyone out by any means, yeah. but there are times in life where you figure out what you don't want and that helps you figure out what you do want. Maybe that's the case for you and your path. Yeah. I think it very much is just career experience. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't, I would say career experience. I definitely have a couple mentors to that, um, 
have have influenced that for sure. What they probably influenced more is the sitting down and thinking about what I want um, versus the the very specifics because I think those are things that really come from from inside. Um, but but yes, being encouraged to sit and think about it. But yeah, the those particular values came out of um, just my own personal experiences throughout my career at various companies. And I would say it was over 18 years that that developed. I don't, that wasn't something where I just sat down and I said, well, how did I feel last six months? It was, okay, let's just take a survey <laughs> from here to there. Um, and uh, that's what came out. Love it. Love it. I think that's excellent stuff for candidates. Switching back to um, uh, maybe our entrepreneurial hats. Maybe I'm asking for myself. So, <laughs> But I'm always trying to figure out being a, a co-founder to like navigating um, highs and lows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, at, like lows, not taking them too personally, maybe. Yeah. And then highs, like, okay, like, like we're along for the ride. You know what I mean? So do you yep. have, is that something you relate with at all? And how do you do it? If you have any advice for me personally? <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. And yeah. it's funny. I was, so I do this thing where I try and meet one new person every day. I've done it since November 15th of last year, every business day, new person, doesn't matter. You know, is it um, someone that has similar interests? Is it possibly a new employee? Is it a, a prospect? It doesn't matter who it is. It's just, I'm super interested in meeting new people and networking. Um, where I'm going with that is yesterday I met with a gentleman uh, who lives in Chicago and um, there was really no point to the conversation except networking. It's like, Hey, what do you do? What do I do? We're connected through a, a local tech um, company. And he asked me to explain the company. And I was, and he goes, man, like I can tell you're getting a dopamine kick right now. Just talking. About <laughs> and that's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. It is. The excitement when you are, and hopefully you have that excitement. Maybe if you're not, maybe you should <laughs> reconsider, but the excitement about what you're doing, what you're creating can come out. But then you juxtapose that to those times when anxiety creeps in, uncertainty creeps in. And I'll tell you, I, I mean, I just talk about it, but the one thing that keeps me sane is remembering, take a breath. It's going to pass. Abundance. That's so good. I love that so much. I've got to ask though. So meeting one new person every day. It's a lot. I love that. So was that <laughs> like an intentional kind of thing you said? I didn't remember when you said you started it, but so you've met a new person every day since when? November 15th of last year. And I remember because that was my last day at my prior company. And um, that was, it was a very intentional thing. And honestly, it came out of anxiety of what I was doing. <laughs> I've got to make sure I'm telling people, what am I doing? What am I up to network? And then that turned into uh, less about, um, you know, less about my own anxieties, more about just pure curiosity. In fact, that's actually another one of our, my core values and our company core values is insatiable curiosity. It's, it doesn't have to be related to something like very acute or something that I'm focusing on at this moment. You know, my, one of my hobbies is I subscribe to a, um, a, a site where you can access academic papers um, and I'll just read random things, you know? Yeah. So like, it's just like one being driven to find out about new things because there's, you know, analogous learning. You can apply something you learned from one domain to another. And I think that's sort of a secret sauce to creativity, but people networking is another aspect of that. Mm. 
You remind me of a story. I had forgotten about this until you said this, and this is going to tie back to the abundance thing. I love it. I'm stealing that if you're okay with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's so great. But my my buddy, my buddy from uh, college, Amir Johnson. Shout out to Amir if he's he's out there somewhere. He'll hear this. He's a phenomenal music producer. Um, great, great keyboard player. But he and I were hanging out one day, uh, this was back in Los Angeles. And he told me, I was like, what, what were you up to today, man? He said he hopped in an Uber and took it nowhere, but he just got in it to meet the driver and then just kept doing it. I was like, you did what? Like, it was so like, like I, it was bizarre to me. And then as I talked to him, I was like, it's brilliant. Cause like, like you said, like, like this is back to abundance, I think, cause this is in life. We need each other, right? We need yeah. each other. And that exactly. was kind of his way. Like, like I'm going to meet new people and hear their story. Yeah. So I you'll just, never know how someone's going to inspire you or how you might inspire them. I mean, it goes both ways. And that's huge to hear from you as a founder. Cause if I'm being vulnerable for a second, it's real easy. I think for us founders probably to think, how can I build this empire for us, right? For yeah, me, yeah, for, easy, yeah. for me. So is that is that kind of your way to kind of let, let's get like this business maybe is bigger than myself. How do I get out? And like, I know it's used a lot, but like kind of change the world or help my community or whatever. Is that maybe yeah. am I along the same lines of kind of how you're thinking there? I think so. I like, you know, everyone has different motivators and always, you know, financial motivators are always there. I mean, yeah. let's face it, we live in a capitalistic society. Mm. <laughs> but, totally. But but if you ask me, like, what is my number one goal personally right now with this company is it's to grow into something that other people can participate in. Mm. Like, that is my driver. And I'll tell you, like, every time we add a new employee, every time we deliver a project, like, that to me is just so fulfilling. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, I don't know where it's going. With that, I but. love it's that collaboration. So yeah, yeah, like like building something that other people can be a part of. That's exactly and and to be seen and to be heard. Like I, I just I see so many deeper like ramifications of that right yeah. of collaboration. Um, it's funny because we were just talking about this, but John Bass, who's been on the on the podcast before, he talked about for healthcare. He's like, there's yeah. major major problems in healthcare, and we can't solve them if we don't collaborate. And that's yeah. that's your mantra too. It sounds like that's right? exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And, and you do that by meeting a new person every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think, love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so you. good. I, it's, it, this gets kind of meta, which is kind of funny because it came from meta CX, but, um, and I'm, you know, borrowing a little bit of this from, from Scott McCorkle, the CEO there, but, um, you know, we, uh, where was going with this now? Um, what were we just talking Collaboration. About? Oh, like this kind of idea of, yeah, we can't solve big problems. Oh, solving all. big problems, yeah. right. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so where I'm going with this is, you know, this is meta because so much of what we do is like a reflection of our environment. And what I mean by that is in tech, especially, if you think about how software is set up, it's all siloed. Hmm. And it's all siloed because that was just how technology worked. And I think that's why we see this huge push for what people are calling Web3. Right. Because it's flipping the way the internet and technology actually works on its head and saying, no, it's more about connection and individual ownership versus putting things into silos. So I think there's like this like beautiful metaphor there between the technology that we use and how we interact with people and how the world's kind of evolving. Yeah, really there, but. I love it. 
you and I may have to, we may have to get a series of podcasts going. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I love it. Yeah. So y'all dip in Web3 a little bit too. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. We do. How, we, how, we, we call ourselves an innovation group, not a dev shop on purpose because we, we don't focus just on the ve- development. And if anyone that's interested, we could go, you know, talk about that sometime, like yeah, yeah. the deeper, deeper parts of that. But yeah, we, we focus on different industries, healthcare, IoT, Web3, software as a service, uh, marketing. Uh, yeah, and we serve a lot of different industries. Cool. I'm curious too, um, this could be an answer. Um, think about it personally or professionally, whatever you're comfortable with. What what are you excited about moving forward? Like what's what's kind of, think think for a second about what what's getting you excited? What's getting Jake Miller pumped for the future? It could be Engineered Innovation Group, truthfully. Yeah, I mean, I think that is what it is 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 not just the company but it's the growth and the impact that we can have you know i was telling interviewing um possible candidates for for positions and i tell them some of the things we're working on and i mind i my mind is blown i'm like holy crap like pinch myself is that are we actually working on a project that affects you know co2 emissions and livestock like what wow the heck, what the heck is going on here like yes. yeah we are and um, just more of that, and um, that's what gets me excited. Yeah, I'll answer. I'll answer for myself too. It's not fair that I'm always asking guests this and putting them on the spot. I'm really I'm curious. Yeah, I I was just thinking about this while you were talking um, earlier, but because we were talking about like actually celebrating wins and like hanging on losses too or whatever. But yeah, yeah we had someone the other day that reached out because they it was this was on the candidate side. They had they had. The the way I understood it, what it was a candidate that had worked with us. I don't believe that we placed them, but they had gotten to know our team. And then they referred their friend over and said, hey, I know you're looking for work. I really enjoyed them. And I thought that was so cool that our team, and that's Carly, who you know, and then a couple others, Colin and Curtis, they've been so great at getting to know people on a personal level. Because honestly, being honest, like in recruiting, it can be real transactional and so we talk about like the like let's get to know these people like yeah. let's get to know them like what they like let's be friends with them because that's who we are we love them yeah. right we we want to yeah. be a part of their story and it kind of came full circle so I'm excited for more stories like that because that's 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 been fun yeah 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 I feel like we're seeing more more of that personal connection I you know there's a hypothesis maybe that coming out of the the pandemic where you know, we were so isolated to an extent and, and we're thinking about those connections more versus especially recruiting, like running against an algorithm and matching, you know, keyword searching and yada, yada. It's just um, I, that works for some, I suppose, but I really appreciate that personal connection um, method. I Well, obviously I'm meeting with someone new every day, so I appreciate that human <laughs> connection, but, you know, it just, it matters. It really, really does. It's so much more fulfilling if you know that you know more, you know, you know, someone has two kids or that they have a pet that, you know, has one leg, <laughs> I don't know. you know what I mean? Like those things that you just wouldn't know, uh, or, or yeah, it's, it's, it's not transactional. It's funny you say that about the pets because that was me and my wife. We, they've passed away now. I've, it's been about a year or so, but we had two dogs and both of them had gotten really old. And between the two of them, they had four working legs. that's the first time i've shared that on the podcast 
they say that's probably the most bizarre thing anyone's ever said on a podcast. But hey, that's me. they were <laughs> they were struggling, man. As my my one of my best friends said, Uh-oh. they were key for struggling. They were <laughs> it, it was tough. Well, Jake, I, I appreciate you. So to close us out, um, do you mind to share like if anyone that hears this can get in touch with you um, about you personally, your engineering innovation group, anything like how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, the easiest way would be go to engineeredinnovationgroup.com. Um, or you can email me directly, Jake at engineeredinnovation.com. It's the world's longest domain name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a few, a few letters, huh? <laughs> but you can remember it, right? That's engineeredinnovationgroup.com. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I'm. if you want to be one of those people I meet once a day, hit me up. I love that so much. That's so great. <laughs> Thank thanks for being on and thanks for sharing. I, y'all are doing some cool stuff. So I'm excited to, to know you and and keep this relationship going for the future. So Yeah, likewise. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate it. And offline, let's touch base about, you know, stuff we've already talked about. So we'll 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 connect more about Nashville stuff and all that. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. That sounds good. Cool. Sounds thanks, good. Jake. You have a great day. Appreciate it. Yeah, you, you too. Thanks again. Yeah, See bye. ya. Bye.